Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, hope you're having a fabulous week and welcome to episode 29 of the Book of Caleb titled How to Impulsively Run a 20K. I recently ran, yes, a nearly half marathon uh, 20K, which is 12.43 miles, did it by myself and impulsively. Would I recommend doing everyone do this? Um, No, but you can do it. No, the learning in this moment for me, though, was fabulous because it's just a great example of how if you can, you know, take your mindset and your image of like where you want to be and just get physically there, just like decide where you want to go and get there physically, you can probably do most anything that you want to decide to do. Listen in on how to do this. Enjoy. Can you go an entire podcast without mentioning COVID-19? The answer is no. Now that we've got that squared away, we can move along to mentioning other subjects beyond COVID-19 until it intermixes in within the subject regardless. So episode 29, how to impulsively run a 20K. The motivation episode brought to you by the book of Caleb. By the way, we're doing a huge giveaway this podcast again. Um, if you write a review, we will randomly select a winner um, from those five star reviews only. <laughs> and then we'll send you a autographed copy of the book of Caleb which is still being written as we speak, literally, right now. So, uh, I wanted to bring a special guest on this episode to help go over some of the history of this thing that I recently did, which was impulsively run a 20K, which is 12.43 miles, Mm -hmm. um, if you're using the metric system. Is that right? Metric, what's the other system? Standard. Excuse me, who are you, sir? Oh, I'm Steve McQueen. <laughs> Welcome, Stephen mm-hmm. McQueen, to the Book of Caleb. You're my first non-Michael Caleb guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sound a lot like Michael Caleb, but yes. don't be fooled. Steve, introduce yourself. What's your background? What's your history? Steve McQueen, what what did Steve McQueen do? Was he like a fashion guy? or? Uh, that's Alexander McQueen. There was a Steve McQueen, though. Was that there? was his brother. That was his younger brother. Are you sure, Michael? You were probably the last person to ask about um, Alexander Steve McQueen. McQueen. Steve McQueen. There has to be a couple Steve McQueen. He's an American too. actor. Oh, his great. real first name is Terrence Stephen McQueen. Terrence. Terrence, <laughs> nicknamed the King of Cool, he was an American actor. His anti-hero persona, emphasized oh, during the height of the counterculture yeah. of nineteen sixties, made him a top box office draw during the nineteen sixties and seventies. <laughs> yes. Thank you. McQueen received an Academy Award nomination for his role in The Sand Pebbles, a movie that you've never seen. No, but I liked his persona. That's I'm definitely going to be Steve McQueen tonight. Episode 29, let's get into it. Um, Quickly. The best sports athlete to wear number 29. And I guess I'm Minnesota biased, but this is the best 29. It's Rod Carew. Um, arguably the best hitter of all time in Major League Baseball. Played for the Twins for 11 seasons, then played for seven seasons as the Anaheim Angels. He is retired. The, the jersey number 29 is retired with the Twins and the Angels. He was an 18-time All-Star. That means he made it to the All-Star team every year of his career. He had over 3,000 hits. He had a lifetime career batting average of 328. Um, so talk about a pure all-time great hitter. It's Rod Carew. Not so much my generation, but my previous generation of my dad. Always just spoke about Rod Carew being the best hitter by far that he's ever seen. Um, so there it is, number 29, Rod Carew. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. And you know what is so great that you just talked about somebody that I've never heard of? 
no one in this audience probably has ever heard of. And then it's like your dad's generation who's definitely not listening. You know, the other day I asked my mom, have you been listening to the podcast? She's like, no. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Thanks, mom. Ask um, your parents about Rod Carew, okay? Okay, Rod Carew. How do you spell that? Was that with a K or a C? That's with a C. With a C. Well, can you keep up with the Kardashians? Because that's been canceled as well with a K. Canceled? Well. I ask. <laughs> and I tell you that it is going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to talk like that anymore, but yeah, keeping up with the Kardashians, I can't keep up, haven't kept up for years. Well, now they are no longer going to film their seasons. Like the last season will air in early 2021 when coronavirus with a K mm. ends because they'll have some sort of vaccine and you can't bring not bring up COVID-19 in a podcast. And this is like the fourth time we brought it up already. Yeah, we didn't do a very good job of that, but it's impossible. <laughs> no, and we weren't trying to. My whole point is, mm. no, you can't. I mean, our first can't with a K, our first episode <sighs> was of the book of Caleb with a C was titled Coronavirus, What the F is Happening. We should listen to that. See how far we've come, Michael. Oh, 28 episodes ago? Yeah, if you yeah. carry the one. Carry it. I always do. Um, so that's been canceled with a K. Most things have been canceled this year with a K, including I wanted to share with you my story of the dam to dsm race and what that all is what that all happened recently to me which was i ended up impulsively running solo a 20k so this is all like a self-motivation experience of mine and i want to explain or tell the story of how i got there and why you should not necessarily do exactly what i did physically but there's a lot there that I learned. And I'm like, yes, now I have a podcast episode subject in like five days well, to work with. Let me jump in here real quick. You know who you, who you have to thank for this solo 20K impulse? The coronavirus. Yes. That's who you have to thank for that. Absolutely, right? It all comes full circle. The reason this all happened was because of coronavirus, kind of. Yes. Every time I say something that starts with a C or K now, I have to think, <laughs> does it start with a C or K? So, um, damn to DSM, or let me just do a quick history of this race, which is, it's either been a half marathon or a 20K, depending on what year it's run. And precursor to that is that I was, this year I ran the damn to DSM branded race. However, for 39 years, it was called Dam to Dam, the Dam to Dam run, which it, in, if you're from Iowa, and if you're not from Iowa, who cares? You start at Sailorville Lake, which is north of Des Moines, and you run downhill, technically. It's but it's te a dam. Yeah, it's one dam in Sailorville Dam, mm -hmm. and then you run to this like dam in downtown Des Moines. Mm -hmm. Dam to Dam. It's a great damn race. Mm -hmm. And they did that for 39 years. The last Dam to Dam branded run was in 2018. And then last year in 2019 was the first newly branded Dam to DSM run because the people who originated Dam to Dam wanted to, you know, like retire it or stop doing it. It's just a lot of work. And it was like all volunteer based. It wasn't like, it's not a race like meant for money. It's just like something that, people started doing and it grew and it's huge and it's amazing it's like over ten thousand people run it every year i love it i love it it's like the only like long quote unquote long distance race i ever do otherwise i just do like five k's randomly but that's not even like a real thing it's just like it's a jog a three mile jog it's a yeah. three mile jog yeah so that's not a thing so my first damn to damn race was in 2017 um trained for that and i don't know why i did it other than just like why did i start why did we do that we did the first damn to damn together in 2017 we did do that together yeah yeah because you have a blue shirt that's how i like okay. attribute it is like you have these like blue shirts but don't you have a black shirt too yeah i do last yeah. year was a black shirt yeah but no a damn to damn black shirt no i don't there's a year that i didn't do it with you so. yeah that's so weird but, okay but why i don't know i think you just wanted 
to if you could do it see if i could do yeah. it yes yeah. so like that's called a challenge right because like you don't know you think you can you kind of train for it um but i i'm not good at like running long distances more than six miles at a time nor do i have like interest or time to really be doing that a lot right mm-hmm. like if you're training for a half marathon or a 20k you know, ideally you're running at least half of that distance. So approximately six miles to train for it. And then like closer to you run a nine mile run, a 10 mile run. Well, that like takes time Mm. to do depending on how fast you do it. But it's like still, even if you're like really getting out there and doing, um, I don't know, eight minute miles, which is like not even a possibility for me, but it's like, even if you're doing eight minute miles and you do that, what's eight times nine 72 yes so it's still like spending over an hour running long time to like train and so like that's a long time so anyway um yes completed my first damn to damn in 2017 and then i'm just like i couldn't believe that i did it like it's like the the feeling that i felt i'm like wow i like actually did it like i want to do it next year and like that's as much as like love I had for like that kind of run. Yeah. But like, yeah, once a year. And then the next year was even better because I'm like, I know that I can do it. And it was like the same route. Cause like the, the toughest part about like the first time doing a race like that or of that level, I don't know for me, is just like, I didn't know when it was going to end or how it was going to be. Right. Well, yeah, the unknown. Yeah. If you're going to die your legs are gonna (laughs) give out on you whatever yeah yeah or you know you don't know like where it's going to take you like the second time i ran it i'm like oh yeah i remember going over this bridge and i remember going down this hill and up this hill like there's things that like and i did it last time so like mentally the second time through you're like okay like i know i did this then i could hang a left we should have hung a right and end up lost yeah yeah and like right with the, the the unknown of the first time is like okay you're just running up this hill like what if there's another hill beyond on this hill like you there's things you don't know like i can barely get up this one you know yeah, yeah and believe me the reason you can even remember the hills in the damn to damn race is because there's only like two there's two hills <laughs> yeah so and one is like kind of up the bridge too it's like hardly a hill but you know you remember these because it's like okay the level is changing otherwise technically the race like i said it's going downhill in a sense because like you're going down the river and the river is technically like going lower to lower sea level okay yeah so that's good that is good um but yes so did that and then last year was the first dam to dsm so i was like the first year of the new type call new called Mm -hmm. race because they couldn't just call it dam to dam again they had to like rebrand it because it was like taken over by a different group Mm -hmm. and they just have different you know like objectives or how they're like different sponsorship and yeah money and stuff yeah dsm standing for des moines very good Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's like sponsored by emc insurance and it has been the past two years okay so did that last year and then was like okay i'm gonna do this every year right so i registered for damn to dsm 2020 and i registered for that in december December 20th, 2019, right? And so, like, oh, the other thing about consistently with this race is that it's always the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Typically, it's either like that Saturday of Memorial Day weekend oh, or like one. the next one, like the first Saturday in June. That's where it is, first Saturday in June. Yeah, mm-hmm. first Saturday in June or, or like the Memorial Day weekend, depending on when they can like book the streets. Okay, and so, <laughs> Michael, you're just loving this. Yeah, aren't you? yeah, it's a lot, very in depth, yeah. Well, you can chime in at any time. Okay. Just don't interrupt me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just trying to like give like a little bit of a backstory here, history. Yeah. And so we're you know register for it. it's all going to like be yeah either that first Saturday in 2020 in June or Memorial Day weekend. What was it like scheduled for? Oh yeah, supposed to be May 30th, 2020. Well, you know like COVID happens at some point, and so like by April 3rd, I was like checking my email history for this. By April 3rd, I had received like correspondence. They're like, we go to postpone it and we're going to have it for the first time, damn to damn, Saturday, September 5th. And it's going to be the same race from Sailorville Dam to Des Moines. But we think by Saturday, September 5th, you know, the world will be back to normal. Well, of course it's not. And so like Mm -hmm. at some point in June, they moved it to a virtual event was like the last email I even checked with it because I'm like, 
No, it's been canceled. Yeah. You want to do a virtual event? Like, uh, no, I signed up for a real race. I'm not going to, there's no way in hell I'm going to run by myself virtually and submit a time. I'm zero interest in doing that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I no. don't have any for And so I like stopped reading emails from them, you know, because I feel like the group that owns it now, like they've done like a great job, like promoting and branding it and keeping it as much alive as like you can. But just like, yeah, personally, I wasn't going to like uh, keep doing reading their emails about how it's going to be a virtual event and how can we support you and blah 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 i just i stopped doing it no and i honestly like kind of forgot about it too well um the only like way i kind of like maybe kept a like eye on it was like it would come across like my instagram feed i follow the damn to dsm account or whatever and like they they were showing you know like trying to like remind people or motivate people it's this saturday september 5th and they had these like race packets like these race swag boxes and they were saying like come pick yours up at the mall or whatever at some point a couple weeks out from it i'm like yeah well i i didn't like read emails from them i just like had assumed like you would had to have like re-signed up to get that race swag Mm -hmm. and so i'm like well yeah that's not me you know i haven't like participated or interacted with them since i even like registered for it but then they're like, oh, then I saw like a post like they were like shipping them out or delivering them and stuff. I'm like, OK, well, I never confirmed my shipping address with them. Like, there's no way that this is like coming to our, our mailbox. Yeah, no. And maybe like a fat chance that there is. But like, I did not. Here's what like the week of like I like thought like, you know, um, OK, if it shows up, maybe I'll think about it. But like it never showed up. Yeah. And. So that Friday, September 4th, I had like checked the mail too, just to make sure Mm -hmm. that it wasn't in our mailbox and it wasn't. And so, or was it like Thursday? It was like Thursday because I didn't check it Friday because like, here's the thing. On Saturday, September 5th, in the morning, I had went on a walk um, with Cortland and my sister and brother-in-law. And on the way home from this walk... Like, driving home, because I, like, drove to a place to, like, go hiking, walking, whatever with them. So, on the way home, I'm like, God, you know, the thing is, is had that shown up, I maybe would have, like, thought about doing it. Thought about going on this run. But it didn't, so. But it didn't. Yeah. But I hadn't, but, like, in my back of my mind, I'm like, well, I still haven't checked the mail from Friday, technically. And technically, it could still be in the mailbox, but I'm not going to go check. So, I got home. You know, put Corlin down for a nap. This is like mid-morning, like around 10, 15 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I want to go on my jog now to like get all my steps in, technically. And so you were fine with that. And so like I get, I was wearing my last year's damn to DSM shirt, running mm. shirt. And I, so step outside, got my ear pods in or whatever. And I'm going to go on like my classic three mile run around the hood. And there's this minivan that's driving down the street and like i had i swear i like seen them drive by slowly like they go down into our cul-de-sac and i'm like still farting around on like the front porch when she like sees me out on the front porch this person the passenger of this like minivan and like stops and she's like and i think that they're like looking for something like looking for directions and they're like oh a human i'll just ask this human what the thing is like okay like i can help this lady well she gets out of her car and like trunks opening and she hands me two damn to dsm race swag boxes and so then i'm like connecting all the dots here i'm like oh my god this is a volunteer like freaking trying to like drop off all these like boxes still to people who are supposed to run this race today today yeah wow (laughs) I'm like are you kidding me and I like she's like kind of listening to me but not and because I'm like overwhelmed like thinking like geez I literally have had all these thoughts like okay if it shows up I'll do it you know and then it like literally showed up on my doorstep the second before you're gonna go and run yes the second before I'm gonna run away from that like think if I had left a little bit early and then she drops them off and I come back from my three three mile run and they're sitting there I'd be like mother you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to be but I'm like okay so let's do this. I'm just like, like, <laughs> I still had the energy to do it. I was just about ready to run a three mile run, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like the mindset, but I'm like, why not try? Turn three into 
12.43. And yeah, and so like the craziness ensued. And so like the box and like the rice swag and stuff was all packaged very beautifully and nice and branded an awesome shirt. Mm -hmm. Like it was freshly painted, practically screen printed. It's very nice. I was impressed, yeah. Yes. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so there's this... um, like park kind of near us that has like it wraps around a lake or like pond or whatever but it the the one lap is yeah 3.1 miles yeah one lap is a 5k so Mm -hmm. i'm like okay all i have to do is run around this raccoon river park four times four laps and i will have completed 20k and i also have my watch that can tell me the distance too which like on the way so like i decided to do this you tell i tell you this and you're like what are you thinking well, I, th- I thought, no way, because he hadn't really practiced for it. You weren't going to do it, and I kind of know the toll that it takes on the body, the half K, um, especially. Half mile, yeah. Or the half marathon, um, 20K, um, especially with you previously. I mean, it messes up your knee, and you get a little, you know, discomfort <laughs> here and there, all the whole body, really. Um, so, yeah, for you just uh, impulsively, you know, you hadn't prepared, really zero training yeah and then just the mental aspect it's, it's really mental more than anything which you might get into but uh i thought eh, okay i don't think you're gonna be able to do it but if you go out there and you try and you just do a couple laps then whatever so still got a nice workout in so and we still got our new shirts and swag so whatever yeah go but for it just... good, good luck good luck laura <laughs> pretty much what i was thinking exactly good luck and i am too like in this but i'm like on this like keeping myself in more of like a delusional state or uh positivity about it just Mm because i'm like the if this is really going to happen this is the only way to get there Mm -hmm. is to kind of like have this like mindset like no i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do like just do not let this other stuff come into play but Mm -hmm. it still does so like on the way there i'm thinking you know okay well have not trained that's up against me it's like gonna be like a early 11 a.m ish by the time i get this started weather for that day is uh not even windy clear skies and like in the 90s by noon (laughs) a little bit warmer than you would like it yeah yeah you know because like normally you get up and you run these races starting at like 7 or 8 a.m and so Mm. you're finished by like 9 or 10 a.m it's still like tolerable weather even when it's Mm. like summer and stuff but nope this is a Just, I would not like actually recommend doing this, but here's like some things that you would need to know about yourself, which I do too. And like, that's like the logic or healthy relationship. One, I have done this before by technicality is that I've run a 20K. Uh, so what if I haven't trained for it? You know, maybe that worked for me versus like, what if I had like ran five miles or six miles the day before? Like my legs wouldn't just have it to be able to do this. And so I would say that my legs were like fresh in a sense to be able to do it like the most i like run all summer was like five miles but yeah. not consistently otherwise i do like three miles if i'm going on a run and so but like i knew that i could do it and i like i knew technically physically yes i can do it right if mm-hmm. you know that like if there's any sort of like physical quote-unquote challenge that you're like gonna like put yourself up against like th- like i know that i can't squat 300 pounds no you know, like right now I can't do that. Yeah. And so, you know, you just like, there's some things that you just like have to like know. Sure. Physically. And so, yeah, like this, I'm not like saying like, oh, you should go out and like you, anyone, I'm not, no, I would never say, oh, you can, anyone can impulsively run a 20K, a 40K, a 10K, a 5K, you know, like if you're not like physically able to do that, you might like know that in advance, truly. I think that people, most people though, could run a 5K or finish a 5K. Finish for sure, I would think. Yeah, because that's three miles. And so like most people, even in like not the greatest of health. Yeah, as long as they don't have physical ailment of some sort, but yeah. No, they should be able to. Yeah. Even, yes. You can, like, you can finish or walk three miles. Okay. But where I'm going with this is, or, like, what did I, like, really learn from this? Because here's then what happened, right? I start the my, my race, my solo race. And, yeah, things I didn't think about was, like, getting water at all. <laughs> I didn't Ooh, have any yeah, water. It's kind of important. Yeah, I needed that. I would have cramped up big yeah. time. 
And, you know, in these races, they have like mile stoppers, like, hey, it's at the every three and five and seven or whatever. Oh, There's yeah. uh, Powerade and water and volunteers like handing you your cups and stuff. And mm-hmm. that helps, right? Yeah. Didn't have that. Oops. You know, and I don't like really like think about that until like I'm in the race of like I'd started yeah. <laughs> already. And I'm like, how am I going to hydrate when I like really need it and what's funny too is like when you know that you can't have something i mean for god's sakes like that's kind of something that then you become preoccupied with right yeah, sure yeah and i swear michael like i could like tell too um after four to six miles like my lips felt like crackly yeah I, that's <laughs> hmm, that's crazy that you didn't have anything to drink no during the Hmm, I'm not sure that's safe, but wow. It's, wow. it's not, Come. right? And so, that, like, right, like, I wouldn't recommend doing this as, like, thoughtlessly, but also I knew I physically was able to. And also, like, I'm not doing this in, like, the desert dunes truly solo by myself to where, like, somebody, if I had passed out on the trail, yeah. <laughs> somebody would have found me. They could have rolled you into the lake, and then you could have gotten some, like, water in you to yeah. re- revive you. I could have yeah. drank that delicious mm-hmm. runoff. Mm-hmm. Iowa water yeah. that we've all known to come and love. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so first lap one, easy peasy, right? In the big scope of things. However, like when you mentally know that there's three more to go, like yeah. lap one, you're like, no, don't like, don't even think that this is easy, right? Like you need to like get through lap one and like thinking and that lap two is going to be like also that way and that pace and that mentality and nope by lap two i'm like yep this is lap two definitely feeling it already Mm -hmm. and what happens to me too like in these every damn to damn or damn to dsm by mile six my left knee hurts oh yeah (laughs) so that's only 50 percent complete but at least i know it's coming it's like clockwork and uh, when you're actually doing the race that happens at the bridge that's your bridge and knee starts hurting? Yeah. If you're going, low on cartilage or something on that left side. Yeah, going over on the interstate, which is slightly uphill. That's when I first start feeling like my left knee being like, this is pain and maybe you should stop. But I know that I can do it for six more miles. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that happened too. And so that's only lap two. So lap three was rough. Oof. Okay. And um, the thing is, is though, like... Running can be, there's two things. Running can be like this like meditation for you, you know, because it's just like your mind thinking and your body moving. Like you just, I'm like, I just have to keep my body moving. I just have to get my watch to say 12.43 was also like what I was like thinking because like I'm doing this by myself. So the only way to like track it is like, okay, I'm going to be doing these four laps or get my like watch to say 12.43 and I just have to keep moving my body and that takes approximately me two hours to do. Well, that's good. You had it all pretty scoped out to a T. <laughs> yes. You had the end goal. And uh, yeah, running is definitely very meditative. And if you, if you get in the right frame there, um, what you need to get into the right groove, uh, which it sounds like you did. Yeah. But staying in that groove can be kind of tough sometimes. So yeah, you know, it's definitely a mental, it's a mental challenge for sure. Yes, and that's where the growth happens for me, too. And, like, of this, like, whole experience, right? You can know what you're, like, capable of. Like, you can... It's deciding to do something, Mm -hmm. okay? Michael, can you decide to do anything? Can I decide to? Hmm, I'm going to decide to say... I'm going to say yes to that. Yes. Even though, as a hesitant yes, but I'll say yes. Yes. And you have to, like, know that you, like, can do it too, which was what I was talking about with being able to physically yeah. do this. Like, I can decide I am going to squat 300 pounds today. I can decide that, but I know that I cannot do that today. No. So when you are deciding to do something you you can decide to do anything but you also need to know that you either like can get there Mm -hmm. 
and it right it's not normally going to be today the exercise is not to do the yeah. impulsively things today unless like that's what you decide you want to do and it's like possible yeah like it it's possible and that's like the other i can decide i want to go to the moon today but not today <laughs> but not today right like there needs to be a little bit more things to happen i can mentally decide that i'm there which is the other thing too like i mentally decided like yes i am going to complete this 20k that's the first step yeah and so like put yourself there mentally then how are you physically going to get there mm-hmm. is the the learning here right so like yeah if there's like something that you want right in your life Mm -hmm. you can decide that you want that that you can do that that you can get that and like put yourself mentally and visualize yourself there like people say all the time like the way like to like achieve your goals is like you have to also like visualize that you are that person you are there yep and it's like then that influences your actions to get to like where you're like visually seeing yourself sure and that it was like my like that's important (laughs) well and that like that is just so helpful with like literally anything that you do or you want and to motivate yourself is that like visualize yourself and put yourself mentally there and then just do the physical stuff to get there to get there yeah the The, actual action yeah yes the actual action so michael you have decided that the vikings are going to win the super bowl Mm, no I've always kind of been. I've decided that that's not going to take place. Um, so and maybe it hasn't. and it hasn't. So maybe I do need to. I see. I used to always think that, and there's been seasons where, yeah, this is our year. And then something happens, uh, tragic, uh, missed field goal, uh, blown call in overtime. Um, you know, a fumble here or there. So there's always something, and so that's why I've kind of turned to. No, that's not going to happen. The funny thing is, if it does happen, it would probably be this year, which I don't know. That, it's this is happening tomorrow the nfl season is starting what yeah texans at chiefs it's the nfl opener oh yeah mark it put on your calendar um and then obviously sunday is all the games vikings or packers which usually vikings packers those are the biggest games of the year to start the season's even bigger but this is 2020 there's no fans it's just weird. Are we actually going to make it through the season? Who's what's going to be the first team to come down with an outbreak? What happens when there is an outbreak? You know, question. Yeah, no fans for sure the entire season. Not, I don't, I don't know about the entire season. I know week one. Um, and I've seen plenty of stuff about twenty five percent or fifty percent capacity going down the down the line. So and nothing's been determined for the entire season in regards to fans. So. Oh my gosh, Michael, I am just, here we go. Like, okay, so many thoughts on this, which is just like, why couldn't they do it at 25% every other row? And, you know, each person, like, you can ugh, just come on. Who knows? I don't know. Especially with, like, outdoor stadiums or something. Yeah, it's, I, this is, this is the state, the state of things, so. And, you know, I was like the hottest place in the world now to get it so i wonder which what... doesn't seem like it is and, but it is somehow do you think that there is a significant amount of income lost from selling seats Ton, tons of money there's tons of money being lost by not playing college football i had to lay off like 40 people this week because they're not getting they're not getting the football revenue just the, the domino effect of not playing sports especially football uh, it's huge. Like everything relies on football. Um, they're still trying to, uh, I don't know, convince the Big Ten to change their mind and to come to don't don't cancel their season, this and that, and uh, I don't know. So there's a lot of things that rely on football in this country, <laughs> which is tough to you know really believe in, but it's the truth. So I don't know. It's good that it's happening. I hope that it actually happens, but it still doesn't even seem like a real season. And there was no preseason, which preseason. It's kind of stupid anyways, but it's still necessary for, like, rookies and just to get your body in shape to hit and take a hit. So, like, no one's been hit or anything, I feel like. So this first week or two is going to be interesting. I feel like there'll be more injuries, like pulled hamstrings and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Just because, yeah, there wasn't any preseason and you get into a game and you're going all out for four quarters. How are they practicing? Are they practicing any different, you know? Uh, that I, I don't know. Um, 
I know the off season was all not the normal. There wasn't any off season stuff. There was some virtual stuff and mm-hmm. some players would get together and throw the ball around. But yeah, when it comes to the training camps, I don't. I'm pretty. I think it for the most part was pretty straightforward, as oh. it usually usually is. Do you know if they're going to be proactively testing athletes prior to the game? I mean, as far as I know, they're testing definitely weekly and then multiple times per week. I don't know, like yeah, game day or they back, you know, more the morning of everyone gets tested, you know, which is kind of crazy because then all of a sudden you're starting quarterback gets it hours before the game, so then he's out. That's insane. Yeah, if that's that's how it's gonna be done. So I I don't know. I don't know. I'm and and they haven't like vocalized or like announced how they're doing that or you just personally don't know. I I it's both. Personally I don't know, but I don't think they have been very transparent about exactly the protocol, the exact protocol. Yeah. So and if they haven't been, like I wonder if that's intentional cuz like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't communicate the ex- exact protocol, you know, because like, what if I wanted to change it? Well, no one wants Patrick Mahomes to not play tomorrow. Right. That's the whole. Thing. You gotta have. You gotta have the players play the big time. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Michael. So yeah. Uh, how does that like influence like gambling and stuff? A lot, a, lot, a ton. So. Yeah, I mean, someone goes out, it changes the line. Yeah, big time. So. I don't know. That that's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year. To say the least. Um, yes. So I have also um, a side note on my run as I'm doing this. You know, there's like other people on the trail. Were they virtually doing their <sighs> They were damn to DSM? They were it? physically there. I don't know what they okay. virtually were doing. Hmm. And I was wondering too, because I was wearing that shirt, if like anyone knew what the hell I was doing. No, I don't think anyone's paying that close yeah. attention to you. There was one person running the opposite direction. Well, there were two people running the opposite direction on the trail for me. Were they running backwards as well? Or just opposite? <clears throat> They were not, just oh. opposite direction. Oh. And one was, like, a guy wearing, like, a National Guard shirt. And I swear he, like, waved at me. And I thought, like, maybe he's waving at me because, like, you know, I'm wearing the damn to DSM shirt. Because, like, we, like, passed each other, like, multiple times. So he was also, I feel like he was running the race. I do. Oh, maybe. Well, yeah. some people, you do that. You just say it's, hi. It's a, it's a courteous thing, a wave to the fellow runner. Yeah. Um, and then another was, like, a girl on a bike, or a girl running who was, like, younger. She looked like she could be in, like, high school, but, like, a runner's body, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, her must have been her dad next to her, like, as the pacer on a bike. Hmm, interesting. And I'm like, I wonder if she's running it, too. But we, like, also waved at each other. Because, you know, like, when you're passing, like, the same people, you're, like, giving each other, like, air high fives practically. Like, yeah, we're running. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> this nice is the second job. time I've seen you on this lap, which means you're running just as much as me, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll, flip, I'll flip people off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get to that. When I pass them. Okay. And they're behind me. See so, ya. Michael, I complete three laps, and I'm like, oh, my God, this doing the fourth lap will not be possible. Because part of it, in my mind, was, like, you know, I knew that, like, if I just get my watch to say 12.43, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter where I go. Like, I don't have to do the fourth lap on the... Exact same trail. Yeah. On the exact same trail. And, like, part of the trail is pavement. And, like, at the start of each lap, it's pavement. And, like, my knee was killing me. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I just need to go run in this grass. So, like, right next to the trail is this huge soccer field complex thing. Yes, I'm familiar yeah. with it. And so I would say, I don't know, I, I should have figured that out. I swear it's like a half a mile down the whole complex and then back. Well, anyway, I also was completely dehydrated at this point. And so I knew. So I run over to the soccer field complex and I know that there's like one bathroom and I see a drinking fountain. And so I'm like, fuck yes. Or I mean, freak yes, whatever. there's water you know Shit, yes let's go (laughs) okay let's do this so run up to the watering fountain this is going to be you know like my pit stop and run up to it and um turn the handle and it's it doesn't work it's off that thing hasn't worked for about six years so no it's been shut off for covid okay okay. right and so like (laughs) on all and i thought that slightly when i was running up to it but i'm like there's no way right they've been playing soccer on those fields haven't they 
I don't know. There's I been some practices I've seen people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And so, like, and the bathrooms weren't shut down, I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, but I was just like, no, I doubt it. Like, I bet this, like, this has running, disgusting West Des Moines water. Yeah. Well, nope. Doesn't work. And so I flipped off. This the water fountain. The water fountain. No one saw this, but I totally flipped off the water fountain, mm. like, MacGruber style. Yeah. Like, I was so pissed because I'm like, I still have three more <laughs> miles to go, and I have no water, and I'm going to now run in this, like, soccer field. That's the dangerous part because, like, no one else was around the soccer field, and I feel like... Like that's when okay if i'm gonna pass out it's because now i know for sure there's no water and i'm just gonna like pass out on this field half a mile away from anyone who's gonna see me anytime soon the woods people the people who live in the woods would have came and claimed your body and harvested it yes harvested your organs so oof, then i had to figure out where you're at but because i was wearing my watch you would have found me eventually yes. yeah so that's that's also what i thought well if i'm gonna you know at least i'll have like some evidence digital evidence trail yeah. and they'll find me eventually but yeah so then i was running in the soccer field for three miles until finally and then oh at the very end so like i know like my watch says like 12.4 so i start running back to the parking lot towards my car because mm. that has the water the water and so i turned off my watch at 12.45 and wow. my final time then was two hours 11 minutes and 22 seconds beautiful it, it was it was seriously that's not bad that's like what all your damn to damn times have been right around there yeah 205 to 211 range i feel like so. yes and so i was like okay for not training this is great yeah and i great. freaking did it i also called called you yeah during which is another great thing about an apple watch this podcast is brought to you by apple watch please buy stock in apple and <laughs> buy an apple watch thank you back to the show <laughs> <laughs> there's my first uh book of caleb ad sponsored by apple wow big company gosh, it's a good get oh my gosh i can't wait for them to wire me the money yep um so yeah get the watch to say it and yeah, I was so salty too. Like you know, you like sweat out all your oh, salt yeah. and stuff. Like oh, I could just yeah. feel it on my um, forehead and on my ankles. Mine collects on my ankles. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But and then so then I finally had water. Good. Oh, Michael, Michael, why don't you tell everyone that you're sick? Well, I'm not sick. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just a little lethargic, I guess. Because you have dysentery. Well, I had some dysentery the last couple. Of, I don't know what it was. I ate. It wasn't like any raw, because I eat a lot of raw stuff. It wasn't that, because I hadn't eaten any raw stuff. I don't know what it was. But uh, just got my energy down a little bit, but definitely not COVID. So everyone calm down regards <laughs> to that. And uh, now I'm feeling better as the day wears on. I'll be back to 100% tomorrow, I feel like. That's good. Well, make sure you're getting your salt and minerals. You have to salt. You got to get your... I always salt, and my salt has actual minerals in it. It's Redmond's real salt from the mines of Salt Lake City, Utah, so... Um, and the weather change, I feel like the weather change may have done something. We had a significant drop in temperature, uh, and it's still summertime, but we're in like forties and fifties, but it'll be back in the seventies by weekend. That can you know. affect you too. Um, mm. but more of like sinuses and allergy mm. type level stuff. So I don't know what your deal is, but okay. I hope you feel better soon. Like I say, um, well, little Jakey died on the Oregon trail from dysentery. People used to die from this back in the day. Right. Mm-hmm. But they were fording the river. <sighs> Which was always a big risk, <laughs> but everyone would do it. Yeah, because like, how else did you get over there the was, river? You had to pay, and you could go around it or something. I don't know. Forty net was the most direct route. Yeah, but half the time they would get flooded and mm-hmm. everyone would drown. Seven oxen died. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. There's a lot of death on the Oregon Trail. Just um, a ton of death. Why were they going to Oregon? In hopes of dreams. It's uh, it's always been in hopes of gold and hopes of a better life and that's why people are trying to get here from you know not even so much from mexico from central america and stuff hopes of a better life Mm -hmm. but then they aren't allowed to so oh boy when's that election a couple months here okay november 3rd you freaking turd Mm, man coming up i know why haven't they had any um virtual debates? debates yeah virtual debates huh yeah i don't know well, it's time. Maybe they're waiting. Maybe a couple of weeks. I did a virtual run. You have physical dysentery. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I think it's past now. Well, literally. <laughs> Good for you, Mike. Oh, well, and my final thing on this too, that's just a side note. You know, like 
I said like running's like this, you know, meditation or you can just like learn a lot from yourself and like, no, I'm going to do this. Like there's so many things that I like I told myself, like I'm going to do it. Like I can do this, yeah. you know, and just like a, a good experience for me. However, then you also like think of just random thoughts and stuff too, right? That sure. inner interject into your mind. Okay. So people on the trail walking or jogging their dogs mm-hmm. in this like 90 degree weather listen up okay oh with your pup your dog is hot okay like i just like <laughs> i see these dogs and they're like trailing their unathletic un shape human and panting like a mother and it's like That dog's hot. Like, how do you not realize that your dog is, like, barely, like, making it by? They're wearing a fur coat. They can't sweat. And it's 90 degrees out. And they are trailing you even though you, like, can hardly, you know, run. And if you can. Hmm. Like, I saw this, like, one golden retriever that was, I swear, not even a full-grown dog. Like, it was, like, a teenager golden retriever. Yeah. Hot as F behind you know just like trying to like keep pace with its human that was like jogging it or something i'm like why are you doing this right now to your dog yeah i don't i know what you mean i've seen that before and i think you have a point um if the dog's trailing you and you're making it go then yeah i think you're kind of making you're torturing it and dragging it along and yeah probably not a good idea then you hear these stories about dogs dying in cars they do overheat i think pretty easily because, yeah, they can't well, sweat and they have to pant. And they yeah. die in a, Anything would die in a car, like, beyond... It's, like, if it's over, like, 70 degrees, you can't, like, be in the car. Well, I think it... Yeah, okay. I think I could get down low to, to the floorboard, but I don't think everyone knows to do that. No, If you're Michael. just going to stare at the sun beating out of your face, then, yeah, you're in, you're in trouble. No. You, like, honestly... And, like, that's another thing you need to be careful about. Like, I swear I see people, like, driving around with their dogs all the time... And I'm like, you know, don't forget that your dog's in the car, first of all. And yeah. second of all, it's, like, not buckled up. I just, I don't know. Like, we were never a family that, like, took our dog to places. No, neither were we. And if it, we did, it was, like, an event. Like, oh, my God, we're taking Goldie to the Sailorville, you know? Sure, yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, we're going to the gas station, bring the dog. <laughs> Grab the dog, yeah. <laughs> like, no, You no. know, I, any parking lot you go to, you cannot go into a Hy-Vee without seeing somebody, like, they have their, like, dog. They're always barking at you? Yeah, that is kind of bizarre. Who's, yeah, and what, why is that? These target, like, why? Yeah, why are you taking your dog? And I know, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't do that. I get these people that come to my hotel with the dog and we're not pet friendly, but, oh, this is my anxiety dog. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it is. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you try to say no to them, they get real pissed. So, just, well, okay, then, all right, take your anxiety dog and get to your room. Do you, are they required to show you paperwork or could you like... No, pay- we could ask. They are not, but you could ask, but then you're going to get a scene on your hands. So, yeah. So we don't ask. We just say, okay. Yeah. But, like, and they don't let you know in advance, like, hey, you know. Some do and some don't. So then I would believe yeah. the people who let you know sure. in advance. Sure. The people who just show up with their Pomeranian and say, no, this is my anxiety dog. You'd be like, okay, that is a squirrel. Yeah. And um, probably not, like, didn't have go under undergo some sort of advanced anxiety dog training prior to being sold to you. You bought it as a puppy. Well, what, what do these anxiety dogs do to calm down there? I thought, like, some dogs, like, you can get because they've been trained to, like, recognize if you're going to have a seizure. Oh, or, like, yeah, they've been trained to recognize that you're going to have a mental breakdown. Sure. Like, there might be, like, some dogs that are, like, been certified. Yeah, and they bark at you and call you. Okay. <laughs> and bite your ankle. I don't mean to make fun of anxiety people, but I don't know. It's a little bit of a stretch sometimes. Yeah. Um, I know. I don't know enough information about that to say something without offending people. Okay. I mean, dogs are man's best friend, so. Oh, yeah. And all dogs would be, like, anxiety dogs, right? Like, oh, my gosh, how much money would you pay to have your dog Buffy? Oh, right now? Yeah, quite a bit, yeah. (laughs) Quite a bit. 20. 20 to $28, sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, Goldie was my best dog ever. Yep. But yeah, so the back to this thing, like, uh, you know, I saw that with a golden retriever. Somebody's, you know, like just dragging their dog was like dying. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. I just no. come on. Like, don't you know? Like, you're not 
taking your dog on a walk when you're doing that. Like, yeah. If your dog's like kind of leading the way, not pulling you, but like leading the like thinks like, okay, I'm on, I'm on a walk with my owner, and we're mm. scaling and we're looking for things, and it's fun. Like when the dog has energy like that, they're not hot. When the dog's like trailing you and like just trying to keep up with you, like you need to give your dog water and stop running it. Yeah, you're torturing it. Sure. Yeah, and then people also like are walking like their smaller dogs, which are like not in shape. I think of like a pug or something. Like I've seen people like walking their like dogs that like don't have noses and clearly cannot breathe yeah. because of, they're like inbred practically. Sure. And gosh, I'm gonna offend all the dog lovers. That's okay. But you know how I feel about dogs. I know how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel bad for them. And so then I saw like this other lady who was like, um. She was not, she just had no body fat. You know, she's like very thin. And her pug-like dog was also trailing her because like, but she like didn't get, care, give two Fs about the dog. Like she didn't even notice the dog is like being like dragged by her. Wow. And, it, you know, it's this like little like bulldog pug thing that like can't breathe and hardly has legs. And yeah, I'm that's like, not good. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I guess at least you didn't leave it in the car. (sighs) So, yeah, just take your dog to the dog park. Let them run around at their own. Which there's a dog park right at that raccoon. Exactly. River river park. So what are you doing? Hmm. Just be mindful of your dogs. So that was my hot dog experience. That was a hot dog. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Look, but to come back to square one, Mike. Yeah. I really my like lesson from this is not necessarily like right like the doing things that physically challenge you but choose things that you know are going to be a challenge but that you know that you can like achieve yes because there's like so much growth and opportunity for you there and then hopefully choose things that you know are going to be productive for you as well yeah and then you like builds on you know you'll grow in confidence or self-esteem when you accomplish something like that and you can Build that into another achievement, another achievement, and just use this, yeah, for that ultimate, you know, goal that you have set, and you can reach that goal, and you can be beyond to the next goal, and the next goal, and it'll improve, you know, your life overall, and where what you want to achieve in your life. So exactly, and then get an endorsement from Apple, and Apple Watch, and then um, don't walk your dog when it's so hot. But don't run don't, the dog. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Anything else you want to add, Michael? I hope you feel better. I'm going to feel fine tomorrow. NFL season's starting, so let's get this party started. Yeah, can't wait. All right. Well, with that, we're going to close it, Mike. Stay safe, stay healthy. Wash your hands. And wash your hands.